Go thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Okay, hey everybody. Welcome to today's edition of Bible News Radio. Yeah, it is. Every day we have editions of stuff. And on this show, it's Bible News Radio. <laughs> I don't even think that made sense. Anyway, I want to welcome you to today's show. You know why? Because I can. That's why. <laughs> if you don't know who I am, I am Stacy Lynn Harp, your sweet and lovable host and eternal optimist. I am. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do today is we are going to look at some, we're going to look at some very interesting news, actually. Yesterday we had an interesting show, and I didn't get to get into all the stuff that I actually gave Bareface that we were going to send out and stuff. So today we're going to look at some of that, and then tomorrow we're going to continue our series, the official series, The Marketing of Homosexuality to America, Part 4. We're going to look at that tomorrow. Um, but anyway, do me a favor. Share this out, okay? And I got to let you know, yesterday, here's a newsflash. Yesterday, after the show, I decided I was going to boost the show over on Facebook that we did yesterday, exposing some of the transgender insanity. And do you know that I'm still waiting for Facebook to approve that message? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet you if I did a show about fluffy otters and how otters hold each other's paws during sleep and how little baby otters sleep on otters on the mommy otters tummy like in this video I saw today Facebook probably would have approved that in two seconds yeah they would have but well I don't know let's say there's some otter haters at Facebook which I doubt <laughs> anyway also just so you know before I get into the deep heavy stuff of the disgusting news that we're going to share. I asked my Facebook friends today to share funny jokes with me in order to win a little prize from me. And I want you there in the audience to listen to these jokes I'm going to tell you right here at the top of the show to get your feedback on what you actually think is funny. So, yeah, just so you know, that is what we're going to do today on Bible News Radio. So give me a minute here. So I can cha- I can share this out myself. You guys like chat amongst yourselves. If you're watching the replay, you are awesome. Yeah, you are. You're the most awesome person in the whole entire universe. Well, besides the Lord, just so you know. <laughs> and you know what? I just remembered I forgot to text my list. So hold on, people. I have to... <laughs> to text my I have to text my list by the way if you are on my text message list for Bible News Radio uh, if you want to receive alerts about when I'm on the air usually I give you a heads up beforehand but right now I'm going to go ahead I'm going to send out my text messages here wait hold on okay let's I'm going to write let's have some fun with with Clean jokes and then bad news. Join, wait, hold on. Join me now live. 
and then I'm going to put, that's it. I'm going to put a link to Facebook so you can watch me on Facebook. Or you can watch me on Periscope. Or you can watch me on YouTube. Yeah, you can. All right. <clears throat> or you can listen to me on ar archives. <laughs> okay, wait. I have to hit. I have to hit something. Wait, hold on a minute. Bible news. I click. Boom. Boom. Okay. So if you haven't, if you if you're not on my my list yet, my Bible news radio text message list, then uh, do me a favor and text Bible news to three three two two two. Yeah. What bareface just put up there on the screen. Okay. All right. That's my bear. That's my man, my husband. Okay. And, all right. Okay. And then the other thing is, let me share this out here over on Facebook. I got I to gotta share it. Wait, because it does. So while I'm sharing stuff, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sing a song at the same time I'm sharing stuff, okay? <clears throat> okay. This is a song that doesn't end. Yes, it goes on and on, my friend. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever just because this is a song that doesn't end. I keep wanting to say never. But. Well, it depends. There was a big, big debate about that. <laughs> you guys know that was Sherry and Lamb Chop, right? And what happened to our logo here? It just... It looks like, like it got cut off. Yeah, that's weird. All right, so I don't see anybody on Facebook yet. But just so you know, people, now I'm going to start the show. Aside from singing funny songs, I'm going to go ahead and tell you some jokes. Okay, so, but first I'll say hi to Danielle, Melanie, Freedom, Angie, also known as Mia, superhero, paramedic, Brian, and some other people. Yeah, you people. Oops, there's a bot. There's a repeat bot. Block you. Pfft. Don't you love how the bots... And there's Darren. Okay. Don't you love how the bots on Periscope, they put up little devil emojis? It's either a devil emoji or a heart emoji. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. All right. Anyway, so let's start out. Let's have a little bit of fun first. Okay, so the first part is... Um, this is the jokes. The jokes. I'm scrolling through my thing. I gotta get to my my actual thingy here before I can show it to you. Okay, so I I told everybody I said tell me a good clean joke, and I'm gonna send a prize to a person who makes me laugh. All right. So all right. So here's here's some of them. Okay. The first person that makes you laugh, or no, wh whoever I think makes me laugh the most. All right. Okay. Okay. So Jay Mackey submitted the following. He said a child asked his father. How were people born? So his father said Adam and Eve made babies, then their babies became adults and made babies, and so on. The child then went on, went to his mother, asked her the same question as she told him. We were monkeys, then we evolved to become like we are now. The child ran back to his father and said, You lied to me! His father replied, No, your mom was, was talking out, talking about her side of the family. Okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, should you rate this joke? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll wait for your responses. We're going to tally these up here just momentarily. This might take 15 minutes of the show. If you're listening to the archive, feel free to fast forward if you don't want to laugh. If you do want to laugh, hang in there. Hello, Nigel. Okay, who else is there? Wait. 
There's Nigel. I'm a Christian rapper there. Okay. All right. All right. So Jay's joke gets an eight. Okay. So let's see. That's an eight from Melanie. We'll, we'll give you like another second because I know there's like a time delay with the, you know, there's like a 30 second delay. Hello, Sandra. Or is it Sandra? Are you Sandra or Sandra? <laughs> All right. So that's it. All right. Second joke. Hi, Nigel. Okay, so the second joke was submitted by Rob, Robert. Okay, he said, A frog goes into a bank and approaches the teller. Okay, Mia's given the other one a six. Okay. I'm going to have to go back through and scroll a bit as I read this. All right, a frog goes into a bank and approaches the teller. He said, he, we, he, he can see from her nameplate that her name is Patty Wack. Miss Wack, I'd like to get a $30,000 loan to take a holiday. Patty looks at the frog in disbelief, asks his name. The frog says his name is Kermit Jagger. His dad is Mick Jagger and that it's okay. He knows the bank manager. Patty explains that he will need to secure the loan with some collateral. The frog says, sure, I have this, and produces a tiny porcelain elephant about an inch tall, bright pink, and perfectly formed. Very confused, Patty explains that she'll have to consult with the bank manager and disappears into the back office. She finds the manager and says, there's a frog called Kermit Jagger out there who claims to know you and wants to borrow $30,000, and he wants to use this as collateral. Uh, she holds up the tiny pink elephant. <clears throat> I mean, what in the world is this? The bank manager looks back at her and says, it's a knick-knack paddywhack. Give the frog a loan. His old man's a rolling stone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not so much. That was stupid. That was like a dumb joke. It was so obvious. I could see where that one was going. All right. All right. So Vicki Fitch, direct sales expert. Wrote, foot, foot, foot. That was an allusion to my joke about three rabbits, which I'll spare you if you, because Randall will shoot me if I share the, you with you that joke. But the foot, foot joke, you know, just saying, is probably by far the best joke ever in the whole entire world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Lori Walters says, why do gorillas have big fingers? Because they have big nostrils. And then she said, I have a lot of grandkids. Uh-huh. Yeah, that actually made me laugh. I thought that was the best one of the three. She also said, what do you call a three-hump camel? And the answer is pregnant. <laughs> that is so not funny. All right. Then Coach Mo, as we know her, she wrote, teacher, teacher said if I gave you two cats and another two cats and another two how many would you have Johnny says seven yeah he did the teacher said no listen carefully if I give you two cats and another two cats and another two how many would you have Johnny says seven teacher let me put it to you differently if I gave you two apples and two apples and another two how many would you have Johnny says six Teacher, good. Now, if I gave you two cats and another two cats and another two, how many would you have? Johnny says seven. 
teacher, Johnny, where in the heck do you get seven from? Johnny says, because I've already got a freaking cat. <laughs> That's stupid. I mean, that by far has got to be the dumbest, you know, joke ever I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, no offense to Coach Mo, but that's just, that's a duddy joke. All right. Rob also says, question, is Google male or female? Answer female because it doesn't let you finish a sentence before making a suggestion. <laughs> I actually thought that one was funny. And even though I've seen that before, I did think it was funny. Just so you know, that one so far is my favorite. And then Hans Freller says, why did the ice cream fall out the window? He tried to open the curtains. <laughs> I don't know. That, that one, not so much. Franz also submitted, why did the tomato fall off the swing? Because he had no arms. To which, my, <laughs> yeah, to which my question would be, if that was the case, how the heck did he even get in the swing in the first place? Just saying. You know, if he's got to get in the swing, he's got to... Anyway, all right. Then my friend David from Pickleball said, why was six afraid of seven? He heard that seven, eight, nine. <laughs> yeah again pretty bad yeah shaking my head yes you are <laughs> I have to say that my vote is for the google one um, it's just because it was funny to me I, but Randall which one did you think was the funniest um See, well, I didn't know where the patty whack was going. You actually thought that was funny. You didn't see that? That was so obvious. I mean, at least to me, that was completely obvious. I knew they'd all come into play somehow, but they're all terrible, right, Sandra? Mm -hmm. But um, yep, the Google is pretty funny. I thought that was funny. I thought it was funny. You like Jay's, huh? Okay, so Jay's was which one? Jay's. Yeah, the evolution versus creation. Yeah, but see, I, I guess I had heard that before. Yeah. So, yeah, the Google. See, some people are saying they like the Google joke. Mm-hmm. All right, well, <clears throat> I'm going to vote later. And wh whoever wins my prize, I'll send them something. I don't know what, but I was... Something funny? <laughs> Picture. And then just say the joke's on you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. <sighs> okay, so there you have it, people. You came in and you spent time doing this. Okay, all right. So the <clears throat> the um let's let's pick up where we left off yesterday. Yesterday, I did not get to this story. I actually want to talk talk about this story because because Rand, I I think it was didn't you share this with me? I don't know what story. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. It's the one about this man who wore, well, he, it's on the charlotteobserver.com. Do you have that one? Yes, I do. All right. So here's a picture of a guy named Sean Thomas Hallett. Uh, should we put his picture up? Oh, yeah. I have to. Yeah, put his lovely face up on the screen. All right. Let me uh, switch back to uh, that would be good. the non-reader view for a moment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, I'll just go this way for now. Okay. Whoops. And then we got the whole ad thing, so. Hi, Diane. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for being part of our visual community today of Bible News Radio. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and go back over to Facebook. In the event anybody's there, I'll say hi to them, too. In the event you're on Facebook, you want to say hi if you're there, that would be awesome. <clears throat> all righty. All righty. All righty, we say. <laughs> okay. Ah, there's Vicky, roller coaster woman. <laughs> hey, Vicky. Oh, Woo! <laughs> Woo! What? No. I love her. <laughs> hey, Vicky. Woo! <laughs> That made you laugh, didn't it? All right. Yeah. Vicky loves roller coasters, just so you know. And there's <laughs> and there's Darren, too. Okay, all right. So listen to this story. This is this is titled, Texas Man Dressed as Woman. Uh, yeah. He wore a wig, bank up, and a dress to film women in the next restroom stall. In uh, South Carolina, cops say, that's the headline, it says here, a Texas man is facing a voyeurism charge in South Carolina after he allegedly slipped into a convenience store restroom wearing women's clothing and tried to film women sitting in the stall next to him, according to Greenville police. Okay, so he allegedly slipped, and there's Tracy. Hey, Tracy over on Periscope. I see you, my friend. You gotta have to tell me how last night went for you. Well, until he's convicted of a crime, then... Uh, oh, it's all alleged. It's all alleged until my first found guilty was, by a jury of his peers. I wonder peers. if he wore a slip with his dress. That was actually my first thought. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Because, you know, I mean, if you're going to be a girl, excuse me, but if you're going to wear a dress, make sure you have a slip under it so it doesn't show through. Just saying. Is that what they're for? Yes. I thought maybe it was so it doesn't, you know, to keep it from clinging to... I don't know, nylons or something, I don't know. No. Well, I guess that may be a secondary purpose of a slip, but <clears throat> I think they're to help not show your girl parts, you know. Well, just be sure to wear a happy slip. I know, right? Okay, it says here the man identified as Sean Thomas Hallett, who is 38 years old, was still wearing makeup and a hint of red lipstick in the mugshot posted by police on Facebook. Yeah, his his makeup, you know, he needs a little bit of help with that. If you're going to pretend to be a woman, you got to learn how to, you know, dress better. Anyway, it says here, investigators say Hallett was nabbed at the store wearing a wig, women's clothing, and even women's shoes. Uh-huh. The alleged victim told investigators she went into the store's restroom and not long after saw a cell phone appear under the stall wall. The women quickly left and called the police at a press release. Mm -hmm. Hallett was then seen leaving the store, but police located him nearby, WHNS reported. Officers arrived and reviewed the contents of Hallett's phone and identified a video of the victim, said a release. Hallett was in the Green County, Green, Greenville County Detention Center Monday under a $5,000 bond, according to greenvillecountyorg.org. <clears throat> so why don't we bring this up? Well, people... People of Bible News Radio. Hello, Marlene. Why do we bring this up? Because, look, everybody and their grandmother on the left likes to say, well, you know, it's perfectly fine for transgender individuals to go ahead and and dress up as, 
is opposite gender and use the other bathroom, blah, blah, etc. And there's no harm done in it, blah, 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 blah. Now, here's the thing. This guy isn't claiming to be transgender. He's clearly, at least at this point, identified as a really horribly ugly-looking cross-dressing man. Just saying, you know. He wore bad lipstick. I mean, he probably didn't even have a slip on. But anyway, his point is, I don't even know if his shoes matched his outfit. <laughs> but the point is, the guy was a creep. He took his phone, put it under the stall, and, and videotaped some women go to the bathroom, people. That's disgusting. Don't you think that's disgusting? Okay. I think, I think it is. And you know what? It really, as a woman, first of all, women... We have a sacred bond. You know what I'm saying? Look, if you're a woman, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You can go into any public bathroom in the world if you're a woman, a real woman. And if you need a tampon or a pad or something, you can say to anybody in that bathroom who's another real woman, hey, by any chance, do you have some, like, protection? I lost mine. Or, hey, do you have a couple of cents for that tampon thingy on the wall? I need to get one out. Or, hey, you know what? This stupid stall just ran out of toilet paper. Would you mind <laughs> handing some underneath and giving it to me? Women are that way. Real women. Real women go to the bathroom together. We help each other. <laughs> Right? You know what I'm saying? There's that joke about women go to the bathroom in pairs. Well, there's a reason for that. We just bond inside the women's bathroom, okay? Men who go into women's bathrooms, it's like they're coming into this sacred place that women, it's like a women's club only. Just saying. And men who are pretending to be women, they don't get the culture. Just saying. It'd be like if I went into the man's bathroom. And struck up a conversation. <laughs> You wouldn't, you wouldn't get it at all. <laughs> You're like, uh... That's, that's cultural faux pas. <laughs> a line of, I wouldn't know. I don't go in the men's bathroom. A line of like four urinals, guy steps at the one right next to you and starts up the conversation. It's like... That's freakish. Yeah. I personally don't understand how men can do that. I mean, it just... Do what? You guys go into your bathrooms and stand next to each other with your private part out there and, you know. You don't, a... you don't look. <laughs> eyes, eyes straight ahead. Don't say anything. That's the way it works. Yeah, well, Just I hope so. Just so you know. Yeah, men, yeah, Vicky says, right, ha, 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 men do not get talking in the bathroom. No. Exactly. And everybody's like, well, you know, don't you understand that the toilets at your house are unisex and blah blah not in our house i have my girl's bathroom bareface has got his when i have company it's usually girls they get my bathroom just so you know yeah okay maybe the one downstairs everybody can use but you know just saying anyway the the point is that this creep is out there and he gets busted yay busters uh-huh so so that guy got busted you know plus he needs some help putting his makeup on all right, so that was that story. And I had to share that just because, you know, this transgender insanity that they're trying to get your kids and stuff. And that was the other story. So let me get you that one as well. Do you have that one, Bareface? Which? The, the one that I sent you about the ki how the transgenders are trying to get your kids. Um, Did I send that one to you? I don't think so. I think, okay. 12-year-olds is the... Mm. 
Yeah. I would change that. Hold on a second, people. I can find it. I only have 10 million stories. And there's the the worst bullies in America. Ah, yeah. How about we do that one? But I thought that was the transgender one. How they... Okay, blah, blah. No, not that one. Okay, data breach. You guys know how many stories I go through to get you the good stuff here. Hmm. All right, well, let's do the bully one then. The What was that called? Uh, the Worst Bullies in America. The Worst Bullies in America. By Matt Walsh. Ah, okay. I need Matt to Walsh blog on <coughs> Daily Wire. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and look it up. Maybe I tweeted it out on my Twitter account at Bible News Radio. <sighs> I'm waiting for it to flip. Yep, there we go. Texas man dressed as women facing voyeurism charges. Okay, there's that there. Wait, hold on. Let's see. A clean joke, blah, blah. Okay, did that. Oh, no, here it is. This one first. Oh, yeah, I, I did. Let, okay, let me, can I send you this one? I want to, this one's important because this is one I didn't get to yesterday. Yeah, this one is over on LifeSite News. Can I just send you this one, Bareface? Sure, I don't think uh, you sent it before. I probably didn't, but I did tweet it out because I thought okay. it was important. All right, so there. Okay, <clears throat> while Bareface is pulling that up, I'll just read you the headline. Okay, so this is titled, um, in their own words, what transgender activists have in store for your children. Okay? There is an inclined, intentional attack on the kids of, a, of the world. Yeah, there, are, there is. And if you're old enough, your kids are all grown up, grown up, your grandkids. Okay? So listen to this. I'm often told when I address the transgender ideology that it is an exaggeration to claim that trans activists actually wish to impart their ideology to children. Surely people say all trans activists really want to do is help teenagers who are grappling with genuine issues of gender identity and confusion. And thus to claim that trans activists wish to impart or apply their ideology to young children is simply fear-mongering. I wish that were the case, but a survey of the evidence indicates that this analysis is about facts, not fear-mongering. To illustrate just how radical the transgender ideology is, consider some advice given to parents at a 2016 conference attended by over 400 people by Dr. Diane Aronsaft, who is a developmental psychologist and the author of The Gender Creative Child. By the way, just so you guys know, in case you aren't aware, my undergraduate is in human development. So, you know, if you understand a little bit about human development, then you kind of understand how they're messing with the, with the um, research and stuff here. But anyway, it says here, she is one of, the, one of the key proponents of determining a child's gender. <laughs> Sorry. That's wait. easy to do. Hold on a second. Wait. How do we? Okay, let's do a pop quiz. How do you determine a child's gender? You have any idea? Like when they're born, you look at their their body. And it's if there's a little penis there, it means it's a boy. Yes. A little penis means boy. A little vagina means girl. <laughs> Just saying, people. It's super easy. <laughs> anyway, it says here You're she... so old fashioned. <laughs> Alright. I'm sorry, I did say that on on the, the internet. Okay. Do with the times. <laughs> 
Ah, thank you for sharing, Oddvar. Okay, anyway, it says here she is one of the key proponents of determining a child's gender through careful observation, followed by affirmation of whatever the child says or acts upon, including very early transition, if that happens to be the case. She is a very influential figure within the trans movement, sitting on the board of directors of Gender Spectrum a San Francisco trans advocacy organization, as well as serving as the director of the University of California, San Francisco Children's Hospital Gender Clinic. If you would like to understand what the transgender movement is all about, you can. Watch the 2016 John E. Nadherney slash Caliciano Memorial Youth Symposium in its entirety. The guest speakers bluntly lay out their agenda and explain how they are capturing the hearts and minds of the next generation, resulting in both skyrocketing numbers of trans-identified youth as well as young people supportive of trans ideology. One speaker showed a cartoon that had one parent asking another parent who was pushing a stroller whether her child was a boy or a girl. I don't know, the mother replied. It can't talk yet. It wasn't meant to be a joke. That's super scary. After Aaron Saf's presentation, one mother stood up to ask how best to explain gender to a three, four, and five-year-old. And there's actually a misspelling there. <laughs> four is F-O-R instead of F-O-U-R, just so you know. Anyway, my daughter asks a lot of questions about gender expression and identity without knowing what she's asking, but I don't quite have the language to talk to her about it. Is that a boy? Is that a girl? What does it mean to be a boy? What does it mean to be a girl? Is it because they have a penis? Is it because they have a vagina? And I don't quite know how to use language to talk about gender. Dr. Diane Aronsaf's answer gives a clear picture of how trans activists wish to impart the ideology of gender fluidity to children. This drives me crazy. <sighs> this really irritates me, just so you know. I'm, I'm going to be bold about that, man. Okay, listen to this. <clears throat> First of all, in terms of the question, is that a boy or is that a girl? First of all, I don't even like, the, don't use the word that describing a human being made in God's image. It's not an it. You know, human beings are not that's or it's. We are human. We're, we're people. We're people. Okay. Anyway. But, but what about zur or zat or such or what the other? Ugh. Anyway, it says here, first of all, in terms of the question, is that a boy or is that a girl? I would say, we don't know. We'll have to ask them. So that would be the start. That only they know for sure. Some people like to be asked. Some people don't. I'd say, you know, some people think because by three, you're learning. And if you have a penis, you're a boy. And if you have a vagina or a vulva, you're a girl. But actually, it's not like that. It's not like that at all. If you're a boy, it's because your mind is telling you, I'm a boy. If you're a girl, it's because your mind is telling you you're a girl. Some girls like to wear dresses and some girls like to dress as Darth Vader. That's a people thing. But there are some people where we live who think one thing is a boy and, another, and one thing is a girl thing. So there is a teaching moment there. Kids by three know their culture. Remember I said gender socialization starts at two? So we have to sometimes unsocialize those messages with new messages. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing is some people think there is only two genders. Some people, <laughs> some people, you mean like 99.9999999% of the world? Some people, you mean the majority of the world's population? This drives me crazy. Anyway, 
but there is there there is listen to this but there is lots and lots of genders it's just like a rainbow it has all different colors and then i'd stop there because that's almost way too many words already for a three-year-old a three-year-old people and hey when was the last time you talked to a three-year-old hmm bareface uh, yeah the three-year-old <laughs> it probably wasn't the last month but here's let let us do stop there because okay. I have to wonder. You know, it's funny these these trans activists say things like this. Oh, there is lots. That would be there are lots. Right. Uh, I wonder if that's a quote of her. Anyway, there are lots and lots of genders. It's just like a rainbow. Yeah, no, this whole that, thing's a quote. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, they'll say things like that. Oh, gender fluidity. There are lots of genders. And you can go to Wikipedia and see all the flags for all the different genders. But when it comes to gender expression, oddly, they express themselves as stereotypical male or female. They don't express themselves as a zur or a zat or a whatever. Um, I'm, you know, fuchsia today or, you know, I'm magenta today or indigo or whatever. I'm, I had San Diego because magenta and fuchsia aren't colors of the rainbow. Um, but you know what I'm saying? I and do. The, the whole target thing, well, we don't want to label uh, toys, boys and girls toys. That's too, you know, limiting. You know, girls should be able to play with trucks and boys should be able to play with Barbie dolls. Well, where's the where's the toys for the indigo people? Where's the, you know, where's the... You know, where's the, where are the toys for the, you know, for, for the yellow or the violet people, you know, whatever that spectrum is. And what, where's the clothing for the Zat or the Zer or the Zay? Where, where, you know, it's always male or female. If they're cross-dressing or, you know, they're, when they say, well, you know, we have to ask them, she, we, you know, are they boy or girl? Well, we'll have to ask them. Why aren't they asking if they're a... A Braille or a, you know, a Goy or a, well, Goy, that'd be your Gentile, but, uh, or a Zing or a Zalabi or a Zwickwuk, you know, why aren't we asking them that, you know? Why are we asking them if they're a boy or a girl? You know, all this nonsense, they talk about gender fluidity or fluidity and a rainbow of genders, at the end of the day, they express as either male or female. Let's get creative, people. What? Where's the gender creative child? Why is it always boy or girl? smoking like a true man you're so manly all right hi from sweden all right so here's the thing okay just and jeremy hi jeremy so here's the thing look we are normal people who are outraged by stupidity in the world and let's just say it the way it is this is asinine okay this is asinine behavior it's brainwashing of little children when was the last time you talked to a three-year-old? Hey, recently one of my dearest friends in the whole entire universe came to my house. She brought her little granddaughter and her little grandson. I believe one of them was three, the other one was four, right? I gave them a coloring book because I love to color. Anyway, I gave them a coloring book and grandma, my friend, who was the grandma, and her little granddaughter sat down at my table and she got her crayon and she started coloring on that coloring book. Do you think it was the perfect coloring? Do you? Hmm. 
Do you? Do you think that that little kid colored inside the lines? No, she didn't. That's what makes it cute because she's little. She can't. Okay, so if a little kid can't even color inside the lines, a simple thing in a coloring book, who in their right mind would actually think that they could define who the heck they are gender-wise? Seriously. I mean, that's just insane. These people that are in this are like, in, they're, in, they're crazy. Okay, anyway, I'm just going to go on and read, finish reading this. <clears throat> okay, so the author of this says, there you have it. In her own words, children must be unsocialized out of antiquated beliefs, <laughs> such as the idea that men have penises and women have vaginas, or that there are only two genders. Instead, children as young as three years old are to be told that you can be whatever you decide to be, regardless of biological reality. When children meet adults who have not yet relinquished common sense, they will be gently introduced to the concept of transphobia. Okay? And and don't miss this because, look, you guys, this book uh, that I've been teaching you after the ball, this, this book, you guys, is actually the playbook of how they indoctrinated everybody into accepting homosexual homosexuality as as normal natural and all that okay and we shared with you i shared with you the quotes the actual quotes of these guys logic all, none of that is used it's all propaganda they wrote it they said it's propaganda and they're using the exact thing that it is propaganda it's it's <clears throat> i'm not gonna swear but let's just say bns um, are, you know, dung. How's that? That's a big, good Bible word. Okay, anyway, so it says here, Aaron Saf's views do not simply extend to children between the age of toddler and kindergarten either. A father stood up to ask her another question. A very strong message people have been talking about this morning is listening to the child and letting them tell us. I was just wondering if there are recommendations for pre-verbal children. So between the ages of one and two, suggestions for how to approach the topics that we're talking about today. Unsurprisingly, Aaron Saf had advice regarding pre-verbal children who can't talk yet okay so here it is listen to this this is her advice so the question is what about the kids between one and two who are just developing language or may not have it yet they're very action oriented this is where mirroring is very important and listening to actions so let me give you an example i have a colleague who is transgender and there's a video of him as a toddler so he was assigned female at birth but there's a video of him as a toddler tearing barrettes out of then her hair and throwing them on the ground sobbing gr on the ground and sobbing that's a gender message just Excuse so you know <clears throat> really now so a little girl who had bar barrettes put in her hairs because she teared them out and threw a fit that's because she doesn't want to be a girl because she's pre-verbal really really that's insane Anyway, this woman goes on to say, and when it happens not just once or twice or three times, that's a gender message. Sometimes kids between the age of one and two with beginning language will say, I boy, when you say girl. Those two words, I boy, that's not a pre-verbal, but an early verbal message. Sometimes there's a tendency to say, well, honey, no, you're a girl because little girls have vaginas and you have a, a vagina, so you're a girl. Yeah, right. First of all, no, 
normal adult will talk to a little kid that way in the first place, just so you know. And then when they get a little older, you'll hear them say, did you not listen to me? I said I was a boy with a vagina. But they can't say that between one and two, but they can show you by what they want to play with. And if they feel uncomfortable about how you're responding to them and, and their gender, if you are misgendering them. So you look for those kinds of actions like tearing a skirt off. There was one, I think this was in the Barbara Walters special, where this child wore a little onesie with snap-ups in between the legs and at age one would unsnap them to make a dress and have the dress flow. <laughs> this was a child who was assigned male. That's a pre-verbal communication about gender and the message back should not be to negate any of those expressions, but to go with them and see where they go. So that's my sense about the one to two-year-olds. Children will know as early as the second year of life. They probably know before, but they are pre-pre-verbal. This woman needs her head examined. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, first of all, um, <clears throat> children can't think critically. Good old Piaget. I believe it was Piaget, Jean Piaget. I think it is. If I'm recalling correctly, I have an old brain here. But there's this old little thing that you can show children just as an example. Get a glass, an eight-ounce glass. You can try this with your little ones at home. It's safe, I promise. Get your eight-ounce glass that's like round like this, just a round glass, right? Eight ounces. And then get another eight-ounce glass that's a tall eight-ounce. It'll be a thinner glass. Like a champagne flute. Yeah. Fill those both up with water equally. And then ask your little pre-verbal or three-year-old which one has more water in it. You know what that kid's going to tell you? The one that's taller has more water in it. Why? Because they don't understand that eight ounces can appear differently in a glass. And this is, this is groundbreaking psychological research from the past that these nutcases like this woman want to throw out the window because they seriously believe that a preverbal child or a little baby can think that way in the first place that's complete insanity just so you know again in the example this this drives me this, crazy. this quote boy that was assigned <laughs> it's female at birth again and she uses examples well these are signs the the boy doing girl things the girl doing some presumably boy things <sighs> Again, where's the, where's the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and twentieth gender? If there's all these, you know, multitude of genders, why is it always expressed in a binary way? All these people that get up on their soapbox about I'm non-binary. Anyway, I just <laughs> I'll be quiet again. <laughs> no, you don't have to be. Let me just finish reading this. Okay, so it says here in Aaron Saps' view, a child throwing a tantrum and pulling out her barrettes. Or a boy opening his onesie or children simply playing make-believe. These are all reasons to believe that your child may not be the gender they were, quote, assigned, unquote. Despite evidence telling us that up to 80% of children who genuinely do struggle with gender dysphoria will later grow out of it. And the incredible danger that physical and chemical mutilation poses to the physical and mental well-being of children who decide to transition at a young age, which is already giving birth to the phenomena of detransitioning. Aaron Saff advises parents to be on the lookout for signs that their child might actually be of the opposite gender or any of an assortment of different genders, some of them yet unnamed and presumably undiscovered. Yep. 
I wait. I just have to. I just have to say this. Going back to this, despite evidence telling us that up to eighty percent of children who genuinely do struggle with gender dysphoria will later grow out of it. Are you guys aware that in that research that that the writer here is talking about, that number one, if they will outgrow it, they look at the environmental factors that actually influence it. You know, you I'm you guys are all smart, and I'm pretty sure most of you have heard of the fact that you know is it is it you know biological or environmental? You know, how do we get how we are? Is it because of the environment that we're raised in, or is it because it's innate? Nature or nurture? Nature or nurture. That's thank you for telling me. That was I was trying to think. That's right. Is it nature or nurture? In this case, it's always how they're nurtured or not nurtured. Seriously, I mean, this is completely, you know, crazy. Okay. Let me finish the article. It says, trans activists are especially focused on young people because they rightly feel that indoctrination is more effective at a younger age. The fact is that experts like Aaron Saff are the ones informed, informing new sex ed curriculum for schools, new gender, new governmental policies, and new social responses to transgender ideology. In her view, her ideology applies even to children under the age of five, including those who are preverbal. Most parents are unaware of what activists like Aaron Saff believe and teach, but it is incredibly important for people to be aware of what this ideology constitutes and to find out whether it has infiltrated the curriculum of your local schools as well. Trans activists are waging a war for, for the hearts and minds of the next generation. Don't fool yourself. That means your children too and your grandchildren. Most of the people in my audience here are old enough, not all of you, to have grandchildren, but let me say something that I said a couple of shows back, which is that <clears throat> the reason that this community targets children on so many levels, number one, when a child is older, you know, elementary school age, and they see somebody of the, you know, transgender appearance, just as an, as an example, that kid will rightly say, ooh, that person's ugly, ooh, that's an ugly person, or ooh, whatever, right? They... They, in their God-given sensibility to discern something right from wrong or weird, will call it out. That's why we have to train children to be polite, okay? Most of us adults are polite. We don't go around saying, oh, look at that, look at that freak or whatever, you know, because we're, we have manners, right? So a child innately will tell you the truth, you know, it's like I explained about when I went to this um, Operation Rescue thing outside of Disneyland, I had some friends, excuse me, who had, you know, a picture of some aborted babies. And the, the child was upset that those were murdered little babies there on the poster. The dad got mad at us, but the kid was upset because they saw a baby. You know, oh, don't look at that. Well, that's, you know, the kid was upset because it was a baby. Okay. Kids will tell you the truth. Anybody who has any children or grandkids or has fostered anybody knows that kids will tell you the truth. They, they will tell you the truth, right? You got to be careful as a parent, especially, Hey, I learned this. I'm not a parent, but I, I teach children in Awana. I've counseled thousands of kids, thousands of hours of counseling with kids. And those kids will come back to you weeks, months, days later, sometimes years later and say, Oh, I remember when you said, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's why I did it or whatever. I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
We are highly influential on those little minds. And they will tell you the truth. We have to train them up the way God said, right? Here, they're trying to co-opt even before that and trick them and brainwash them because that's exactly what they're doing. They are completely doing that. And they are trying to flip it on its head. And again, I, I go back to essentially what my mentor, Janet Parshall, taught me years ago when I was listening to her show is that because humans are made in God's image, male and female, he created them both. Satan does not like you or anybody because we're made in God's image. So the a spiritual attack, the deeper issue here is that he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. If he can mess up God's creation where his very image is in it, then he's going to do whatever the heck he wants to do to malign that child and all that. Why do you think, I'm just throwing this out. Why do you think sexual abuse, physical abuse, and child abuse are so rampant on children? Do, I mean, seriously, why do you think that? Why do you think so many of us have had violation as a child? Because the enemy knows that we're made in God's image. And if he can do whatever he can to deter us from finding Christ, following Christ, getting healed in Christ, and being a testimony for Christ, he's going to do whatever he can. And believe me, he's tried to do it with me and a number of my friends. And uh, praise God, he, you know, we fought back and God helped us overcome. Anyway. Yeah, and they are defenseless. They are, just, that's the thing. Children are defenseless. You know, that, isn't that insane also that you have, <laughs> that you have little children who are raped and abused by adults, right? But that child is so mature that they can figure out who they are. Yeah, exactly. Right, Tracy? Yeah, amen. Drives me crazy. Okay, Darren said, she is creating a new reality, a new religious dogma on what it means to be human. Her theories are her own, but popular among those who don't have the foundation of God as a frame of reference for a human being. That's exactly right. I mean, that's part, that's exact. that's it right there, you know? Anyway. So, oh, there's other comments in here I didn't see. But anyway, thank you for putting those in there. All right, so that's a story to be outraged about, but be outraged about it because the devil is gone for the kids, right? And he'll do whatever he can to try to get the kids. That's why you as an adult need to be a protector and defender of the children <clears throat> as well as the old people, the elderly. Why do you think it's specifically stated in, in, the, in Proverbs and in the New Testament that we are to watch the widows and the orphans and the children, right? And think of it this way. People who have, like, I was raised in a multiple times over broken home. Aside from being sexually abused all my childhood, my mom was married three times, okay? So I was essentially an orphan because I didn't have a father there to protect me, right? So it's, it's the job of healthy adults to be able to come in and protect kids and be people who are, who are going to be there, be there to protect the kids. That's, that's the job of the church. That's what we're supposed to be doing, you know? And so if you're not doing that in some form, you need to, you need to start because God will honor that and he will, you know, we're, we're the salt and light, right? Okay. Anyway. <sighs> Speaking of children, let me share this too. 
going to the topic of identity theft, I found this other article yesterday titled, One Million Children Have Identity Stolen Each Year and the Thief is Often Shockingly Close. Listen to this. Okay, it says identities are stolen from about 1 million American children each year. It's the fastest growing form of identity theft and may not be spotted until the victims are adults applying for a job, a loan, or housing, according to Experian, one of the big three consumer credit reporting agencies. The sooner ID theft is found, the easier it is to limit damage. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it says here what they do is typically go after the social security number of those kids. It says here, on August 20th, uh, the company on August 20th released a survey of 507 victims of child ID theft and 231 parents of children who were thus victimized. In 86% of cases, the theft centered on a stolen social security number. And <clears throat> it says here, one of the findings that might surprise people is how often the identity theft is a parent or other relative one-third of the time, according to the report. Now, it, that actually doesn't surprise me, unfortunately. So there's more to that, but <clears throat> that's for free. Uh, by the way, this is the end of August, which is uh, Prepare Your Will Month. In case you haven't done that yet, you should do that. It is, it's actually National Prepare Your Will Month. If you're a member of Legal Shield, you can do that for $24.95. Get your will done, get your advance directive made, uh, get protected for 25, 24, 25 bucks a month, basically. <clears throat> and become a member of ID Shield. Protect yourself. You, if you really don't think you need to be protected from ID Shield, uh, from identity theft, uh, contact me. I'll show you a gazillion articles that show you how rampant this problem is, and you can cover yourself for $9.95 a month. The best 10 bucks you'll spend, I guarantee you. It will protect you, save you a big headache, and there's a lot more to that, but I don't want to get into all that because we've already talked a lot about that this month. Um, I do uh, want to share a big, huge thank you to um, Ariel Ministries for continuing to support our show, um, and you guys can go to ariel.org and use the coupon code Bible News and save 20% on anything in the store. In fact, I am praying about starting a Bible study. Uh, it'll be a probably 8 to 10 week Bible study. Um, we'll be doing it probably on Zoom, me and somebody else, hopefully. I'm, I'm praying. I asked them if they would they would come alongside me and help me with it. So we that's not in stone yet, but, but I am doing that because I feel a real burden to uh, to do a Bible study. You know, not just what we do here on the show, but actually have a time where we're together and we are in God's word and we're really grounding you up in, in, uh, <laughs> that doesn't matter. That didn't make sense. We're grounding you up like you're a piece of Coffee. hamburger <laughs> where we're grounding you in God's word and helping you to mature in your faith on that level. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of periscopes where people do things like that, but it's just something on my heart. So we may we just stay tuned for an announcement about that in the future. Also, I did want to share this story. I don't, I don't think I sent this to Randall. Maybe I, maybe I did. There was an article titled Cyber Criminals Target the Big Fish. This is the other thing I wanted to share. Um, yes. Yeah. This, this one, I'm just going to read part of it. You guys know about phishing, right? P-H-I, phishing, 
P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, how, how people will come and they'll try to fish in your email and things like that to try to get you to, to um, you know, share confidential info, info, information. Well, there's a thing called whaling, and it says here, it's another online scam, and it's very similar to spear phishing. Here, the cyber criminals are going after the big fish, targeting someone specifically in upper management, like the CEO or the CFO. And basically, what they do is they target that person, so and they fish them or whale them so that they provide info, and then they can get a whole bunch of stuff out of the company. Listen to this, and this is why I want to share it with you. It says here, Unfortunately, Snapchat, some of you guys are on, and Seagate are not examples of isolated or infrequent victims of whaling attacks. In 2008, about 20,000 corporations or corporate CEOs were targeted in a massive attack. Of those, more than 2,000 fell for the scam and provided the requested information. Uh, something to note about those whaling emails, they may come in the form of fake subpoena or a false message from the FBI. In one whaling attack, unanswered Better Business Bureau complaints was used as the hook. A business can't prevent a whaling attack, but it can prepare for one. And then it says here, a few tips for protecting yourself against a whaling attack would be senior management, key staff, financial teams should be educated about the effects of the whaling attacks and how to stop them, spot, spot them. Yeah, executives should watch what they share, keep personal information on their pro public profiles to a minimum, uh, mark external emails. Many whaling emails are intended to look like they come from someone high up within the organization. Be careful about forwarding emails to groups, which drives me nuts when I get somebody who, this drives me really crazy, is when somebody will take a list of 500 people or 100 or 50 or 20 and they'll leave it open instead of blind carbon copying it and then you get all of those people's info and they can see your email and stuff. That drives me nuts. By the way, I should tell you, Legal Shield has business coverage for small businesses and bigger businesses. And so if you are somebody who owns a business and it's a bigger one, Legal Shield can actually help you protect that and help you with legal coverage at very, very, very affordable cost, as well as provide identity theft protection for your, your company as well. So if you want to know more about that, let me know. I can tell you more later. All right. I'm really trying to <laughs> keep with time, but it's, it's going by so fast. Okay. Anyway, um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, Ariel, pillar of the community. Okay. Those of you who are pillars of the community, uh, I want to thank you for being that, donating to us every month. Appreciate it a lot. Um, if you're not a pillar, but you, you're blessed by our show, make sure you go to our website, donate to us there, and become a pillar of the community. It would really help us out a lot. Also, we are still looking for uh, some donations and sponsors for our trip to the Prophecy Watchers Conference in October. Uh, we need to raise about $1,400. That's a very conservative uh, number for us to go there. Uh, so if you have some extra money and you want to throw it that way towards us, please donate that to our, uh, at our website and say Prophecy Conference because you're so excited. We're going to go there, interview like 30-something people, show it to you on the show, and show you what's the latest in Bible prophecy. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be really fun. Um, and, of course, if you want to sign up for Legal Shield uh, and you want to learn more, I'm really super happy to share it with you. I am super happy. My team... Uh, has has grown 
Uh, as an associate, if you want to learn how to sell this and make some money, um, and you want to be a part of my team, I can train you. I can show you how fun it is because it is fun. You work your own hours. You make your own money. You're your own boss. But the cool thing with Legal Shield is you do, it's your own business when you sign up as an associate, but you get to work with other people. And we will train you. We will show you where the resources are. We'll encourage you. We'll cheer you on. We'll have, we'll have a lot of fun. And so I'm happy to announce that uh, Carmen is on my team. Tracy is on my team. Melanie, right before the show, told me she's going to join my team. And maybe I might have one other person, too, signing up soon to be on our team. So our team is called Defend and save team defend and save and the reason i named our team that is because legal shield will help you defend and protect yourself but will also save you a headache and a ton of money uh, with our perks program there's over 400 places you guys can save money and those perks if you use them and utilize them will actually pay for your membership so this is an awesome opportunity for those of you out there um, who need some side income, but also, you know, you want to be an entrepreneur. You want to help yourself out, help yourself grow, and you want to do something noble. This is a company where you don't have to buy a ton of product to sell and lose all your money there. The product is insurance. It's the law firm. It's ID Shield. Um, and honestly, it's a, it's a godsend. It's a great company. Uh, I am wholeheartedly 100% in, loving it, and want you on my team. Yeah, I do. So message me afterwards if you're interested. We'll get you signed up. All right? All right. I think that's it. Is it? Did I forget anything? <laughs> There's so much to, to say. All right. Any questions in the chat room before I leave? Okay, I'm just going to look here. So what, what? that's what happens when your God accepts anything. I'm not sure what that's about. Let's see. Hey, hey. Change the topic. Don't be fooled. There's no blue wave. I'm not sure what that talks about. Where I live near me, the libraries want to do story time with drag queens. Yeah, you know what? Unfortunately, they're doing it everywhere, um, which is so sad. Uh, let's see. Author confusion. Yep. Author confusion. Okay. Is there defense? Okay. Yeah. Parents are a blessing from God, especially if they're godly people. You're interested, Commander Onion? All right. Well, you're interested in the legal shield thing? View Putin. All right. Well, text me at, uh, you can join my text list. <coughs> By the way, go that, 33222. Text me, Bible News, and then you can sign my list and I can text you back. All right. Bareface, am I forgetting anything else? No? No, no. They... All right. Didn't hit the details of everything, but that's all right. You hit <laughs> well, we can't get the details of everything. Right. But here's the bottom line. When it comes to these activists who are doing this, look, they're in darkness, people. They are blinded by the father of lies. Okay. So let's pray for them and definitely pray over and protect your children because and your grandkids. And if you don't have kids like me, pray for those kids you have influence over. That's part of the reason I joined Awana was so I could teach the kids, get them solid in God's word, and let them know adults love them and care about them. Yeah, Randall's here. Commander Onion, I don't, who are you? Do we know you, Commander Onion? Or is that a fake profile? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Who, I do not know who Commander Onion is, but Bareface is back. All right. <clears throat>
<clears throat> yeah, I haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Still hanging out here. <laughs> All on right. The side. So join us tomorrow at 4 o'clock Central Time. We're going to go ahead and pick up part four the marketing of homosexuality to America. I'm going to read you some more stuff here. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get that taken care of for you and get you some more ammunition so that you're girded up well. And uh, remember, don't forget to be in God's word either because that's even more important. All right? Okay. All right, people. Be bold. Stand up. And go with God because he loves you. Yeah, he does. Hope you enjoyed the show. And I hope you have a good evening. We'll see you tomorrow.